Okay. So yesterday we were explaining that we're assuming most people at least have a natural love of Hashem, a natural fear of Hashem, because that's our Jewish instinct. That's embedded in our soul. Some of us have a hard time accessing emotions in general, and some of us have a hard time accessing emotions for God. So in either situation, it might be that we can't take this emotion and feel it passively, but at least we can bring it into our brain. But intellectually, we understand, we feel in our mind the compulsion, the need to do what God wants, to not do what he does, and we feel it in our mind, the power of the emotion that we're not feeling in our heart. But we said if someone doesn't, if someone is not even on the level of their mind feeling this love, there would be a problem. Because of whatever they're doing, however many mitzvahs or tyra they're doing, it doesn't move. It stays stuck in our world. So the Bible now today differentiates and says there's options within this concept of someone serving Hashem without what we call lishma. Lishma means I'm doing it for the sake of God, which is kavana, which is love and fear. A high, intellectually created love and fear, even higher than that, complete negation of self, lower than that, natural, instinctive, Jewish, emotional love and fear. All of those are levels of lishma. I'm doing this for the sake of God. As we explained earlier in the chapter, that the lowest intention is, I'm doing this because it's your will. I'm doing this to connect to you. Now, let's say a person has no lishma. There's two levels within having no lishma. One level is, the worst level is, that you're doing it for your own personal motive. Another level, better than that, is you're doing it on automatic rote. So if you're doing it for your own personal motive, that's really what we're going to discuss tomorrow. A person, for example, would say like, well, I want to learn Tyra so I can prove it's not true. God forbid. Or I'm going to show because I want everyone to think I'm so righteous and holy and virtuous. Or I need to keep my job and position in the community. I'm truly using Judaism just as a tool of my own personal exploitation. That's a big problem. Because any mitzvah done that way is actually wrapped up in the klipa of your own personal issue, your own personal exploitation of tyrants. But what we're going to discuss today is the much lighter level of not having listen, not having intention, the much more common level, which is you were well trained when you were a child. Your parents, your teachers, they trained you to do mitzvahs, they trained you to do mitzvahs, they trained you to do mitzvahs. You're obedient, you follow rules, and so you do mitzvahs. You don't have any love or fear of Hashem at all in your system. You're not thinking about Hashem at all. It's just part of your habit. Now, in a sense, we would say, this can't really be. Because we would say at some point, you must have made a choice. Meaning, you're not five years old anymore. So at some point, you must have decided 
I want to make brachas. I want to daven. I want to eat kosher. Because now that you're an adult, why would you be doing it if you didn't make a personal choice? Which means at some point in your life, you had a feeling of love or fear and both of Hashem, and that's why you made this commitment to Him. So even if now you've been doing it 20 years since your personal moment of commitment, and you're not really thinking of it as like, I love Hashem, and that's why I'm keeping kosher. I fear Hashem, and that's why I'm keeping kosher. You just keep kosher, because that's what you do. But 20 years ago, you made it as a personal choice. So that means embedded in the seemingly rote act you're doing today, if you can, if you could dig deeply enough, there really is embedded in that a basic love and fear. Because again, otherwise, why would you be doing it? But if truly you never had that moment, there was never an epiphany moment, there was never a choice moment, you simply are well-trained, you're in a Jewish culture, everyone around you does these things, you're just going with the flow without any feeling of God or, or worse than that, but you just don't want to make waves, you want to be like everyone else, you're well-trained, you want to be part of the system, and you truly never, ever made a personal choice. You truly never, ever did it because of your relationship with Hashem. And unfortunately, your parents never gave you a feeling for Hashem. Then your mitzvahs have a big problem. Now again, they're not as bad as we're going to discuss tomorrow. Because there's not a negative reason why you're doing them. You're just doing them literally without any reason. No wings of love and fear and no negative evil attached. They're just sort of stuck in limbo in this world. So what happens to them? Well, eventually, we hope and assume, you will do it right. You know, you'll get older, you'll get mature spiritually, um, you, you, you'll start getting vulnerable to Hashem, things will happen in your life, you'll need Him, you'll realize your relationship, you'll see how much He loves you. At some point in your life, something's going to wake up and you actually start doing the mitzvah for real. You really will do it with true emotion, love and fear. At that point, all of this same mitzvah that you did mindlessly, emotionlessly, will be attached to the wings of that mitzvah. So when you finally make a bracha and mean it, all the millions of times you made a bracha heartlessly and mindlessly will be attached to that bracha and will all fly up to Shemayim. What I think you get from this in a very practical way as, as parents, as mothers, is how important it is to give our children a feeling for Hashem. This is this is this is truly, as the altar was saying, the only situation we can envision where a Jew could truly serve Hashem without any feeling is if their parents trained them in the body without giving them the soul, without giving them the feeling. So we're the parents. So as of course it's also our own relationship with Hashem we're thinking of, but we're also the parents. And as such, the enormous import, the enormous significance in giving our children a feeling for Hashem definitely equally as important as giving them the body, give them the soul. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. 